Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz, and I'll be your host. Um, I basically created this podcast just to have a platform where I can share about different topics and experiences that I've had, things that I'm passionate about. And so I do really hope that you enjoy this one. And today's episode is going to be about running from making a budget. So as someone who's 24 years old and still trying to figure this out, I just want to say and be totally transparent that I am no expert on this and this is these are just my thoughts and experiences. Having a budget I think is something that I've wanted to be able to say that I can do for a while now. I don't know why and I'm not sure if this even makes sense but it just seems really attractive or just really appealing to me if you're able to say that you can save money properly or have strong habits around keeping a budget. I guess I've just never been super great at saving money whether it was getting allowances growing up or even now when I'm making money in part-time jobs through college and full-time jobs now out of college. So based on a survey taken by people on a site called debt.com, it found that 93% of people believe that everyone needs a budget. Of this percentage, only 67% of people actually have a budget, while 33% cannot maintain a budget. And then of those who do not have a budget, 39% say that they don't have enough income to warrant a budget. And then 22% feel that budgeting is too time-consuming to do. Lastly, 16% don't budget because it didn't help them when they tried it one time. So I will start this episode by firstly saying that I am definitely part of that 33% that believes that I cannot maintain a budget. This is definitely like a lot of those stats we're saying around just facts that I've probably tried it at one point and just totally given up on it. But I think for the most part, in my head, I think that I have to make this really intense Excel sheet and track every little thing that I do and it sounds just really overwhelming to me. But I think especially over the past year of doing and finishing a graduate program and traveling a lot throughout that graduate program, I've learned a lot about budgeting mistakes and just a lot of money mistakes that I've made. So the example that I'll use does include traveling and a lot of you may listen to this and think, wow, she's so spontaneous, she's so well-traveled, blah, blah, blah. But actually now 24-year-old me is definitely looking back at 22-year-old me and thinking, what the heck. So for those of you who are new, I know I've mentioned this on my podcast before, but from around fall of 2018 to early 2020, I was actually living in London doing a master's program. I was maybe a couple months into this graduate program, had just moved overseas, and suddenly just decided to buy a bunch of tickets that would end up having me travel to what was 11 countries in the span of seven months. I am not at all saying that I regret any of these experiences because they were each individually so fun and just such a learning experience in themselves. I will say that I, while I didn't buy like all of these tickets at once to go to 11 countries, um, I just got into this mentality of just people would ask me to go travel with them and I'd be like, yes, and just wouldn't even think about it, wouldn't even look at my bank account. And I look back at that now and I just think that's like, it's fun in the moment, especially just being 22 and fresh out of college. But I think now, it's just maybe not the smartest move. I think it's definitely important to have those sort of cultural experiences and you know especially when you're going through hard times. I know that like this past January I traveled and went and saw my friend in Morocco and it was totally an eat pray love thing and it was a total spur of the moment thing but you know sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to get over a boy. But I think aside from these travel experiences I think I've just started to reevaluate things 
in my life that aren't just super necessary anymore. Not to say that traveling isn't, but I'm thinking of like other things like balayages and just things that are so expensive. Like I used to go and quote unquote treat myself every year for my birthday for about four or five years with a balayage. And I think at most it cost me over $200 just to get my hair colored, which I just think is so insane. That might be normal for some people, but I just think that's crazy. The worst part of it was is that each year I really wanted to just stop balayages because I knew how expensive they were. So then every winter I would try and color my hair on my own. So then I would always have to end up getting these balayages. My birthday's in February. I would always have to end up going and getting my hair professionally done because I had screwed my hair color up with some box dye. And each time my hair just ended up being either way too blonde or super orange and the tones were just never right. It just wasn't a very good use of my money in the end. Then once quarantine had started, it was around the time of my birthday and I thought, okay, well now I can't go get my hair done. And I just figured, you know what? I'm just gonna go back to my natural roots. And I'm naturally a brunette and I haven't been brunette, honestly, since like freshman year of college. And guys, I have never looked, I just, I don't understand why I ever got balayages in the first place. And it literally cost me maybe $10 just to get my hair back to normal. I understand that this was probably a very random and specific example to give, but I will just say that if you are in the neighborhood looking to get a balayage, I will say A, do not ever do box dye unless you're only going for your natural color because if it, the box says balayage, trust me, it's lying and you cannot do a balayage on yourself unless you're a professional. B, if you are going to get a balayage and this is something you truly want to commit to, just go and get it professionally done and just do it and get it done the right way because it's just not worth it. But yeah, that was long-winded, but this is just one of the many examples that I've kind of cut from my life when I'm looking at unnecessary spending that I've done. There are obviously other things that you can focus on, like trying not to go and buy a coffee every morning before work and just making your own, and the same kind of goes for food. I know that I used to just get super lazy and just go to the store and buy food for lunch every day, and guys, that adds up so much compared to if you just meal prep your food the week before. Another tip I can share that may just be in part to the fact that I move quite often, but it's just to have really good staple clothes. And by this, I mean just kind of stopping that bad habit of online shopping that I know that I had really badly in college, but instead shopping more smartly, I guess, and just looking for good quality items that will last you a lot longer. I know that this is something that I really try to practice with work clothes because while I do love dressing for work and I love business clothes, I don't need to be spending all of that money all of the time on <laughs> business clothes. And on that note, I will say if you do plan on buying or online shopping, I do recommend using as many discount codes as possible. I know that I love using sites like Honey to try and find discount codes, but if you are in the market for earrings, lashes, or accessories, I do have a company that I would love to share. So a company called Brennan's Boutique recently reached out to me and sent me some of their products, which I love. They sent a couple pairs of earrings and lip gloss and just really fun items. It is a black owned company and they sell earrings, lashes, sunglasses, and different accessories. And if you use the discount code resiliency and running, you will get 25% off your order. They currently only ship domestically, so you have to be within the US, but I would highly recommend them. It is a great company to be supporting at this time. Last but not least, I do want to say that in my experiences of getting into budgeting, it is just kind of taking 
small steps at a time. For me, I've recently really gotten into Excel sheets and kind of keeping track of things via Excel sheets and I use it a ton for work anyways. So that's kind of what I've started with and it totally wouldn't have worked for me four years ago when I was in college. So whatever works for you. It could even be setting goals for yourself and kind of connecting your spending with maybe a bad habit that you have. For me, recently in quarantine, I really realized that I last year was spending a ton of money on alcohol and really wanted to cut down on my drinking. And so for the past five months, I just haven't been drinking at all. And I think it's just made me really realize how much money we spend on alcoholic drinks when you go out, whether you're buying them from the grocery store. And that's just opened my eyes to even just that small part of my spending. And so I think that you can connect your spending with goals and it really just helps you become a lot more conscious of not only your spending, but it could also help you become conscious of your health. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope you enjoyed it, and I do want to do kind of a follow-up episode once I do get my budgeting habits on track, and if you do enjoy this podcast, I would love if you could go on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review and comment. It really helps the podcast, and if you would like to support it in any way, there is a link in the show notes and as well in my Instagram bio, but yeah, I do hope to see you in the next episode. Bye.